Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sandspans Radio. Smallhardballs.jpg do you wish that you could use the same dumb wild magic table that we use when we're running a game? Do you feel that the wild magic table that you use lacks imagination and features too few instances where a player character can turn into heaps of spiders? Well, do we have the solution for you? Right now on sanspantsradio.com, you can grab your very own D&D is for Nerds created dumb wild magic table that has hundreds of wild magic consequences and original art by our very talented artist, Nathan Davis. But that's not all. We also sell instant adventures of some of the campaigns we run. Currently, we have the Autocus adventure and the day the circus came to town available for purchase and we'll continue to add more in the upcoming months. Just head to our website, sanspantsradio.com, and go to the digital download section. Once again, that's sanspantsradio.com. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 22 of Zombie Plague Cholt. Before... As you continue onwards, you spot what is definitely another shrine. Head first in! Don't think twice! Cracked monoliths flank the entrance to this ruin. Saw-edged ferns grow in the courtyard between broken flagstones. A pair of stone doors provide entry to a large, flat-roofed ruin. You feel positive energy flooding you, and you hear and feel darts flooding the corridor. Because I've stepped on an Elmerage already. You've already stepped on an Elmerage. You recover, you gain... Hit points and then immediately lose them. Onto a carved stone pedestal. An ornate stone cube rests upon its surface. I take it. Nothing happens. Okay. Not bad. You got five. You discover you are missing a puzzle cube. It looks to the east and points kind of in a north, northeasterly direction. You can see which building the Chewinger is pointing at. Would you like to rest or head there tonight? Your cohorts. I don't think we have the time to waste. We can sleep after. Not in Old Almond. They're written in common. What do they say? Here you go. <laughs> it's a riddle. <laughs> Papa Zuddle's riddle. Comes with sunshine, leaves with night, hides in darkness, does not bite, always joined to its caster, never strays from its master. So one of these animals is one of those. Oh. Say it again, Horns. Comes with sunshine, leaves with night. Right. So it's not the bat or hates frogs. Keep going. Hides in darkness, does not bite. All of them can bite. Oh, yeah. Always joined to its caster, never strays from its master. Orvex, you got any fucking idea? Orvex slowly shakes his head. I'm sorry, this isn't a translation thing, it's a puzzle. 
Yeah, no, but you, <laughs> <laughs> if you were clever enough to know languages, you must have some capacity of knowing stuff. Can I shake the waka nut until it glows? Orvex slowly shakes shakes his head. You shake the waka nut until it glows? Mm-hmm. And where are you standing? Well, right in front of the... In front of the plinth? Yeah. Nothing happens, but when you do that, Orvex says shadow. The riddle means shadow. Shadow. Right, right, right. Hmm. Hold the lights up against it. Hold the waka nut on each, on each plinth. Uh, those things. I'm excited. I'm on a quest. <laughs> <laughs> when you hold it up against near the, the statue of the bat, you can see a crawlway appear in its shadow. You can tell that there was some illusionary magic making the hole or covering the hole. You can see that there's a passageway beyond it. I start crawling in. You crawl into a new room. A strange grid is etched onto the far wall of this stone cell. Yeah. Puzzle wall. Um. Okay. <laughs> so it is. That is that is a lot of squares, and some of them are a different color. Good. Good. Do that... all of you go into the room? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Please help me. <laughs> Does Pop go into the secret room <laughs> in the shrine? Adam? Look, hey. Uh, is there anything in the room? There's that. Uh, that series of squares or tiles upon the wall, but there's nothing else of interest in this room. Uh, If we touch the wall? If you touch the wall, they're tiles just set into the wall. Nothing happens. What if Mm -hmm. we touch the wall with a fortuitous circumstance, Adam? Spend that bad boy. Pop, as you run your hand over these tiles, you think to yourself how strange it is that some of them are discolored. It looks on purpose. And then... You think back to the puzzle really quickly. Maybe you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And then you run back. You quickly get out pen and paper or whatever. You write down the puzzle. I do have a diplomat's backpack. It has absolutely. ink and stuff. And In beautiful cursive, Adam. Yes, it's gorgeous. It looks absolutely lovely. And you hold it up against the, the tiled wall. And you can see if you take, without using spaces... If you take the letters uh, okay. yeah, corresponding yeah. to the tiles, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the discolored tiles spell something out. Cover eyes. I mean, earlier we tried to break into a magical temple, so the odds of us getting this were high. <laughs> <laughs> Cover so, eyes, did you say? Yes. So the tiles, they're, when you they're write like, a, the, they're like a sunshine. cipher. It's like a cipher. Uh, let's go back into the other room and cover our eyes. All right. No, 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 no. Don't cover our eyes. Cover the eyes of the statues. Get a good boy, guys. Yes! <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Great. <laughs> so we just go back in there. And we just stand there with that. And, bow. <laughs> and we're just the standing in there. Come in and attack. We're just standing there for like ages being like, Do you, do you reckon the um do you reckon the cubes come out? <laughs> Can I can I look? <laughs> it's very funny to imagine you like keep checking and then going back. Be like, oh, it's not there. Maybe maybe it only appears in our hands. Hang on, I'll try to. We blindly look. <laughs> we stumble outside into a crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> we walk um, into a crocodile. But you know, we should cover the eyes of these statues. You fashion sense. several blindfolds and cover the eyes of all the statues with a click and a whirring sound. A puzzle cube emerges from the plinth. I take it. All yours. Right. So that's. Five, we know they've got at least... Three. There's only one left to find. Yeah. 
We should probably oh, sleep for the night, though. That's that's right. That's there's only one left to find because I can't count. <laughs> As you're leaving the shrine to Papazotl, you all hear a booming voice coming from somewhere to your south. You pinpoint it almost immediately to the the palace, the circular walled area, just directly to your south. Mm-hmm. Welcome, guests, red wizards of Thay. You have come, come for the cubes, such that you might use them within the tomb of the nine gods. That's certainly a snake voice. And that is certainly not directed at us. I suggest we... And to the adventurers. Uh, oh, fuck. Searching, slithering through my domain. I don't fucking slither. You have found yourselves in a hostile territory. You think yourselves quiet, snake-like, but you are not close. Little do you know, foolish adventurous, that your giant metal man marks you easily. We did know that. We definitely knew that. Scurry about, red wizards. Scurry about, little adventurous. The final puzzle cube. The cube of has been taken by my followers. <laughs> you will never claim it. I have no idea if that disembodied voice can hear us, but the name Nang Nang has completely fucking undercut whatever malice it's injecting into its awful, awful fucking snake voice. Rising out of the water, 20 feet away from you, six yawn tea slowly make themselves shown. The yawn tea look at you with deadly intentions, but before you can do anything, they turn about and slither south. Yeah, you fucking better run. Uh, You are reunited with uh, the rest of your party. I look at you like, shut up. Shut (laughs) up. No, you wouldn't have shut up. I say that all with my eyes. I look at you and shake my head, and you can almost hear me say, shut up. I'm glad I don't have to look at those snake fucking people. A booming voice echoes across Omu. Will the adventurers who have found themselves in the middle between myself and the snake people, please make yourselves known at the south end of Omu. You will not be attacked by the red wizards, nor will you be attacked by any of our mercenaries, so long as you have peaceful intentions. We wish to talk. Well, I guess there's no point in us going, is there? What? Well, I certainly don't intend to be peaceful with him, and I can't imagine you would either. No. I look at Dragon Bait confused because, like, this feels like a big leaf moment, but also, no. <laughs> you look to your moral compass. You're one of your many friends who cannot speak. <laughs> Dragon Bay gestures to the water before you. In the waters, you are reflected twice in two different angles. 
<laughs> I love it so much. Dragon Bait shows you one reflection where your reflection is mirrored with that of the southern end of Omu. He gently, gently draws his claw along that side, and you see tiny little ripples. As those tiny little ripples come out, his hand turns around and then draws on those ripples, creating further more ripples. Ripples upon ripples upon ripples upon ripples. And then he shows you how all of the ripples in complicated webs stretch out away from you. And then he shows you your reflection with the mirrored with the reflection of the palace, the circular building to the south. At first, gently draws his claw along that, and you see tiny little ripples. And then he makes a fist and slams it into the water. <laughs> Giant ripples echo out in all directions, overpowering everything else. Mm. That didn't help. No one knows what just happened between them. I honestly think we should send Vaughn down. Down where? To meet with them. They said that he's easily noticeable. I mean, what if they think he's going down there and we've got a very long distraction ahead of us? That's not a bad idea, Horns. Artisimbra says, I don't know if that's going to be very useful. If they wanted to be watching us, they wouldn't have gotten up and left. I would assume that was partially a show of support, but also partially because they're no longer interested in watching us. We need to come to them regardless now, and they know that. They have the last puzzle cube, which we think we need. We have the most, though. We do have the most. We do have the most, but do we have enough? No, we need all... I'm assuming you're going to need all nine. So we need to get the the three off the... Red wizards. Surely the, the ninth from the fucking snakes. Surely Raz Nazi would not have taken the last one if he didn't know that we needed it. It does seem superfluous to hide something that no one needs. Well, how do we know he was telling the truth? We don't, I suppose. Uh, it wouldn't hurt to duck our head in. The last one, right? So our options now, Horns, are to go to the Red Wizards, who are probably shit, or to go into the Temple of Snake People, where we know... There is one final puzzle box, and they are definitely shit. Fuck, this seems, this seems like a bloody grey option. Will the Red Wizard Army have gotten here yet? It was. Uh, it's at the south end of Omu. They've just arrived. Yeah, they've just arrived. You can see their lanterns in the distance. So we've been asked to go and face an army. No, we've been invited to go meet with an army. Orvex, your knowledge of Shadow Man, do you know if she's a... She old school. Old Orv- school military. Orvex looks like he's thinking really hard. I only met her once, and I spoke with a lot of people that work with her. My understanding is that, from what I would guess, I would say that I don't think she's the sort to lie. Not openly, like that at least. I would say, if you're asking if she's old style, I would say yes. Yeah, right. Old style, meaning... If a general is going to invite another party for a conversation in a parlay, so to speak, yes, killing those people would break the rules of the parlay. If Shadow Mantle's old school, she'd never break the fucking rules. Not polite. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I look at you. I realize that for whatever reason, one of the only things I know about you is that you wouldn't you would never lie about this. I have never trusted you more in my life. Well, if you say so, let's go. What I would suggest though. Yes. We don't waltz up with all five cubes. 
I also don't think that would be wise. What I'm thinking, we don't bring Vaughn with us. I give him a puzzle cube and I tell him to hide underwater, right? He can hold his breath forever because he doesn't breathe. And I also give him the instruction, kill anything that tries to take that cube. I do not let it go until I get it back off you. I would make the argument that we definitely bring Vaughn with us because he's a big, giant metal man, which is intimidating. And also, I'm so sorry to remind you of this, but Vaughn has no allegiance to us. He has allegiance to the medallion. If someone were to get that medallion off you, they could order Vaughn to bring a cube back. Pop is very broken inside at the realization <laughs> that he has known all along that Vaughn is not his friend. And Art is pointing that out has upset him. <laughs> so he's just not going to say anything. I... I'm so sorry. This is the war going on. Ooh, but I... if we're getting Vaughn to hide, we cannot let the amulet get taken. Vaughn becomes our enemy when that happens. You're very right. I would think it would be cleverer to leave people behind rather than Vaughn. Vaughn should definitely go with whatever party we're heading to speak with the Red Wizards. They don't know we have Orvex. Well, no, actually they would. They have seen us and escaped twice. Well, who was looking closest to death last time you encountered the Red Wizards? Hmm. The last time you encountered the Red Wizards, you kind of just trounced them and they escaped. Well, one of the Red Wizards escaped. Flask? Flask, I think that you have the best record for keeping things special secret. Flask of wine, who maybe wasn't paying attention until now, (laughs) looks up at you with a little bit of panic in his face. I will do this if this is what you want. What about old mate's fucking house? Fucking murder cat. He had that fucking secret lair full of body parts, right? Yes. Well, I'd definitely take it that we're the only ones who have ever seen it and lived. That's a great idea. Did he ever say that it was anyone else with him in that murder cave, Flask? Flask of wine nods. There there are two other tabaxi hunters in in Omu. Both of them know of the the hidey hole. Wait, you knew there were other hunters? Yes. You didn't think that was worth... Literally coming up now. You never asked. Hmm. I punch the water as hard as I can into my reflection. Dragonbait gives you a like a side look. Oh fucking bomb. I <laughs> did not think it was important. Just just so you know, Flask. That stuff, very important. From now on, that kind of information, crucial. Alright. There are two other tabaxi hunters in Omu. Their names are Hooded Lantern and Copper Bell. Bag of Nails does not know much about them, but is aware that both of them are quite old and similarly to him have come to Omu to seek their ends. Who did what? Who did Lantern? He is a uh, uh, he has graying black fur and cataracts cloud his left eye. And Copper Bell is a speckled ginger furry one with torn blue cloth over her bony shoulders. Supposedly, the blanket was used to comfort her cubs when they were infants. So there are more. Wait, wait, wait. What, what do you mean when you said they've come here for the end? Well, Hooded Lantern is here to fight a, a great beast known as the King of Feathers. The King of Feathers? Who's the King mm. of Feathers? He's a... Uh, I don't know. He's like a giant animal that lives here in Omo. Like a bird? Yeah, like a bird. Um, I don't know the word in common. Like, um, I don't know how you call it. Like a dragon sort of thing? Could you act out this animal? 
If I said, hey, Flask, be the king of feathers. Flask scrunches both of his hands up close to his chest and lets out a roar that both of you immediately know is the sound of a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Dinosaur. Oh, goodness. Yes, yes, fucking dinosaur running around out here. Yes, a giant one. Very big. So he's come here to meet his end fighting a dinosaur. He wants to either kill it or die trying. And that was the same with Bag of Nails. No, Bag of Nails is just... Oh, no, Bag of Nails, the one we met, was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) He was Uh, just mad. All right. What about Copper Bell? Copper Bell is here... uh, I don't know why. Bag of Nails did not say. Bag of Nails said why he was here and why Hooded Lantern was here. There is a chance, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, a dinosaur called the King of Feathers is probably pretty fucking big. No offence to Tabaxi, but... Flask, how do you think you would stand fighting a dinosaur on your own? The King of Feathers sounds tough. I would not fight him unless I was very well prepared. Flask, Mm? did Bag of Nails tell you anything else about... He told me a great deal many things, yes. I stare into the middle distance ground. All right. We have to get from here to the south. Flask, you need to tell us anything you can. Well. um, So we'll start walking. and. All right. It's very late at night. It's actually probably a good time to just find somewhere to camp. Okay. Unless you wanted to go there at night, you could. Nah, nah. We'll just let's go to bed. Let's go to bed. But Big day. You can confirm that other people knew about Bag of Nails' secret hideout. Two, the two Tabaxi knew. I do not know if the Yonti know, and I doubt the Red Wizards know. Bag of Nails did not engage them much. Were these other Tabaxi's friends? Like, did he say, "Oh, I used to come around on a Saturday for a cup of tea"? No, they know of each other, but they would not consider each other friends. So they'd avoid one another. So if they thought he was still alive. They wouldn't go anywhere near his secret tunnel house. If they thought he was alive, probably not. So they're potentially not going to go anywhere near that trap door or his secret underground lair. We could hide a cube there. I still think it's so risky. But, no, you're right. It's probably more safe to break them up. Yeah. All right. All right. We should probably rest, eh? Do you just want to find a building to rest in? Yeah. But before we rest, I want to get a bit more info from Flask. Oh, yeah, while we're finding the building, Flask is going to tell us. Things that he learned about Omu. Also, is the Chewinga back? The Chewinga? Yeah, the Chewinga's still here. Oh! Can it be sitting in my hair? Sure. Yes. Huddled in a corner of the building that you check are four Veggie Pygmies. They're all standing in a circle around each other with their heads pressed together. When you enter the building, this is on the bottom level is flooded, so you have to go to the top level to 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 see this. Oh. When the first one of you comes up the stairs, all four of them turn around and all of them look like they're gonna make ready to attack. And then the chewinga on the back of your head, Tiffany, puts up both of its hands standing on top of your head as tall as it can. Oh. The veggie pygmies pause or stop immediately, and then Kind of at the Chewinga, they all bow. The Chewinga hops off your head, Tiffany, and approaches the Vegapygmies. When it gets close enough, the Vegapygmies basically like flatten themselves so that they are lower than the than the <laughs> Chewinga. The Chewinga takes from seemingly nowhere a tiny, a tiny little branch that is quite clearly meant to be used as a staff, and it puts the staff on either one of the Veggie Pygmy's shoulders as if it were knighting them. 
The fidget pygmies stand at full attention and then spread themselves out at different corners of the building. Thank you. Thank you very much. Does the chewing look happy? The chewing turns back to you and it wears a mask, so you can't see its expression. It gestures in the middle of the room for you to lie down. Thank you. I, I bow a bit to the chewinger. The chewinger bows in return. Oh, Okay, let's go to bed. Flask, tell us bedtime stories. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't tell us bedtime. You've got to be direct. If you ask him to tell your bedtime story, you'll tell a story. A which, it will end in a meal. Flask, tell us what you learnt from Bag of Nails about Omu. Well, I learnt that there are kobolds in the north. They have a like a nest up there where we passed before where the markets were. Do you remember that? Yeah, the little man turned into a kobold. Oh, yes, yes, there are uh, kobolds there. I know that there is a back entrance to the royal castle. That's good to know. But it is guarded. Well, I'm sure they the front entrance ex- would be as well. It is not as heavily guarded as the front, but it still does have a guard. Well, that's really good information, Flask. Thank you for telling us. Hey, you're very welcome. Eventually. <sighs> uh, I else? look at you and the look I give you is, see, I am not the worst person on this adventure. I give you a look back that says... Yes, like, you are. <laughs> no, no. A look back that says, I understand that the dynamic has shifted and I understand your frustrations previously. <laughs> I will not relinquish the power I now have, but I want you to know that I get it. The amphitheater in the northwest, that is where the king of feathers makes his nest. Right, so we will, we not, will be not be going go there. there. Okay, Fuck let's stay away from that amphitheater. Other than that... Flask of Wine tells you a bunch of like little odds and ends, nothing that is very strategically important to you. All right. Well, thank you for sharing that. Thank you. And if anybody <sighs> learns anything else about Omu, please let us know. Oh, and the entrance to the Tomb of the Nine Gods. Pardon? It's in, it's in the north, kind of north middle. Flask. There's a building there. Flask. Yes? Fuck. Flask. I don't want to get mad. I sit down. <laughs> I, I gesture the chewinger and start dangling hair in front of the chewinger to calm myself. I uh, take off my hat. I put it on the ground. Pull my head in my shell, and from inside my shell, you just hear. I thought we were collecting the puzzle cubes. I come back out and I put my hat back on. Thank you for sharing. Art Simber, Flask of Wine makes to keep talking, but Art Simber puts a hand on his uh, on his leg and says, "I think that's enough." I think that is absolutely enough. I hand the map over to Flask. Flask, would you mind marking on the map? Horns. Yep. Just so we're clear, you understand why people are not good for me. I understand why people are not good for you. And this is why my favourite adventurer is a stone golem that I have complete control over. Who will never, ever return your love. Apparently it is very dangerous there. (laughs) Many people have gone in and no one has ever come out. Well, Flask, I suppose, will be the first people to come out of it. All right, then. It is destined by the snake woman. Pardon? The snake woman. We were all there when we got the gifts. She gave us this quest and now we must finish it. No, you're right, Flask. Or die. You're right, Flask. Those are the options, Flask of Wine says, as if he was clever. <laughs> I smile at Flask like, yeah, you were clever. Thank you, Flask. You are very welcome. Thank you. I want you to know that I feel like I have upset you, 
and I am sorry. That's all right, Flask. You didn't know. You really didn't. You really didn't. But you, you've, you're doing your best, right? Of course. How could we ask anything more of you? The next day, what do you want to do? Nothing happened overnight? No, nothing of interest happened during the night. Oh. You were being watched over. Oh, yeah, we're safe. I think we should start making our way down. So do you want to go via Bag of Nails place? X place? Whatever. I think that's. I think it's I worth think it. Yeah. So you will either need to go around the Royal Palace or through the Royal Palace. <laughs> it's your choice. Adam. We're going through the Royal Palace. You actually don't have to enter the Royal Palace. You just have to go through the walled section of it. Do you want to go around the Royal Palace itself? Do you want to go outside the walled area? Outside or? the walled area. Okay, cool. That's fine. So Raznazi, the voice that we heard, said that they have the Knight's Cube. You say you had the Knight's Cube. Cool. So, like, it'd actually be pointless to go through the city and try to get the Knight's Cube and then go meet the Red Wizards. You don't really know where it is. Yeah, we don't. I mean, we could always duck our heads in, you know. We just stick our head in and we're like, oh, excuse me, uh, you got a cube? You know that the Chewinga knows where they are. So you could ask the Chewinga. Oh, right, we do. Hey, Chewinga. Oh, no, you can ask because this is in your hair. Hey. Hey, buddy. I'm speaking to the Chewinga. The Chewinga... Leans all the way over the top of your head so that it's looking up, it's looking down at you upside down. Do you know where the last puzzle cube is? He nods. Do you reckon you could lead us to it? He nods. I say we should go there. Thanks, buddy. He like taps you on top of the head and then points in the direction. Oh my god, can the chewing a ratatouille me? <laughs> he can't ratatouille. You. Okay, I guess I follow the chewinger's points then. Yes. Where did it point, Adam? It's actually leading you eastward around the royal palace, the circular area. Yeah, no, we follow the 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 little circular area or the big circular area? The big circular area. Okay, no, that's good. Yeah, around the walls. So you start heading around until monoliths adorned with prancing frog-like figures rise from the swamp. Beyond a ruined edifice shaped like an arrowhead squats in the muddy water. Bushes and trees grow from its roof. At the pointed front of the building, steps ascend to a stone door caked in slime. Hey, Chewinga, just to clarify, this is the temple for Nang Nang. Yes. The Chewinga nods. Is the cube in the temple? The Chewinga shrugs. And now a word from our sponsors. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
hey, D&D is for nerds is great, but if you wish we had a little more time to go on our weird tangents between roles, then good news. Our podcast Shut Up A Second is literally all weird tangents. Go to sanspantsradio.com, search Shut Up A Second, and let us lead you from the world of linear thought into a deep pit of chaos. We'll see you there. You can see around, as you approach, you can see that floating in the water around the front entrance to the shrine are a great deal many corpses, all of them of grungs. You see many of them have fang marks. The front doors are slightly ajar. That's probably worth at least having a look inside. Um, Vaughn, are you able to open the doors from here? Is he able to like reach over? Um, yeah, Vaughn could dead. go up there and open the doors if you wanted. Pop, would you be able to ask Vaughn to have a check? Just in case there are any. I mean, Vaughn, he can't be poisoned. Is there anything in there? Open the door. Stick your head in. Does it matter? You can't feel pain. Vaughn pushes, but the doors don't move very much. Oh, look. You're not strong either. Not good for much. Who's next? Artisimbra says, uh, I'll, I'll go up if you can get Vaughn to help me. Sure. I'll- Vaughn, help us. Vaughn and Artis open the doors together. Anything in there? Simple. Uh, yes, there's, gosh, a lot of money. money. What? Yes. You walk up after him and look inside. Torches shed light over rooms filled with treasure. Chests heaped with coins, polished amorphorae. Strings of pearls and ornate pieces of armor. Set into the floor in front of another double door is a mosaic depicting a frog-like humanoid beating a leopard that has snakes emerging from its shoulders. That's the story. He stole the spear and then the grung chased him and stole the spear back. Suniform inscriptions are woven above and below the combatants. Mm. Um, Maybe Orvex translates for you. Thanks. Nang Nang teaches us to serve only ourselves. And also the legend of the nine shrines. Huh. Oh, also, Orvex points that the written above the doors is something else in Old Ullman. Whoever among you is the richest, bring me your gifts. Huh. Whoever among you is the richest, bring me your gifts. Well, I, we don't really have any money, do we? Does it mean we have to collect the gold from here and whoever gets the most puts it somewhere? No, No, I would think that. You turn around all the different corners and nooks and crannies. The doors are the only, the doors forward, the second set of double doors, are the only ones that you have not checked. All you find is gold and treasures and such. Does they look like somewhere where a cube was? No, not here, not among the treasures. I I sort of look around at a group of people who have lost everything (laughs) and then I think to myself that I am quite lucky and I take out the letter given to me by my mum. And I think, I think I'm the richest. And I walk forward <clears throat> to the mosaic and I put my letter down because I've already memorized it. It's not, re- you know, out of everyone here, I have the most. I have something to fight for. Everyone else has lost so much. Tiffany, I have the great pleasure of telling you nothing happens. I hastily put it back in my pocket. <laughs> Artist Simbra puts a hand on your shoulder, Tiffany, and says, it was an admirable attempt, certainly thinking outside the box. still feel like I'm the richest. And I sort of smile. Artist Simbra's statement seems very genuine. But I mean, this is a trap. I'm going to test it anyway. 
I just pick up a handful of gold and just hold it in my hand. All right. Is anyone else holding gold? No. As you approach the door, they swing open. <laughs> I didn't even. Adam, if nothing had happened, I was going to empty my pockets, <laughs> which would have been so awkward on so many levels. But I just would have lied and said that I collected this gold. I'm being very kind to you because a flask of wine would have definitely started filling his pockets. In the middle of this dusty room, a pedestal carved and painted to resemble a squat humanoid frog holds nothing. There quite obviously was a cube here. Okay. we got to start making our way south then. I just pocket the gold. Don't add any gold to your inventory. No, I know. It's like a magical gold. Yeah. When you leave, the gold turns to just worthless metal discs. I keep them. Belong in the museum. (laughs) I just don't think they do, but all right. (laughs) Are you going to head towards the Red Wizards? Oh, no. uh, Sorry, you're heading towards first uh, Bag of Nails' place. Yeah. All right. Well, you get there without any trouble. You can find it again. Do you reckon? Do you reckon they could have been following us? Here? Yep. Well, they wouldn't have had trouble tracking us. Maybe we shouldn't put anything in here. We keep going. Flask doubles back, puts a cube in. If they're following us and they'll see Flask leaving. He's Flask. I feel quieter somehow. He's very good. Well, hey, Flask. If- yeah? Prove a point. Steal mm. something from me. Right now? Yeah, sure. I watch him too. <laughs> I want to just test this boy's skills. Flask of wine stammers and seems very nervous. I do not think I could do that, friend. We are right next to each other like this. All right, give it back. Flask of wine gives you back your bag of gold. I reckon Flask can handle it. Do I recognize this bag of gold? It's, it's yeah, it's his bag of gold. Then he hands you back your hammer. I think Flask is more than capable, aren't you, Flask? Yes. I'm not going to give it to you, but at some point you should take one of the cubes. In case we're being followed, I don't want people to see me handing you a cube and therefore think you've got one. All right. And then when we're at a point that you feel like you can duck away, I want you to go to the trap door, put the cube in. Do we want him to stay there and pretend he's dead? I think that's a good idea. And then you stay at that trap door. Everybody else, for all intents and purposes, Flask of Wine is now dead. Flask of Wine seems a little sad at the idea that he's dead. But he'll get to come back. Okay, well, that's nice to know. I, 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 I grab Flask of Wine's hand because he looks sad about being dead. With any luck, like old Tabaxi, my end will come with a good meal. <laughs> I nod and say, I really think it will. Hey, after this, do you want to make a feast? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then I think we should. With mutton and fish and Cream. Flask of Wine looks as if he's waiting for you to stop him. We're not going to. I'm not going to. He just keeps talking as you're walking. Love you, Flask. Is there a point while we're walking at him or all of a sudden he's just gone? You, at one point, his voice just kind of like cuts out and you turn back and he's just gone. You keep traveling south. Eventually you start heading towards the the old red wizard, like that bald compound that they were using. As you approach, you can see that it's semi-bustling with activity. There's quite a lot of people here. You see mercenaries and a lot of skeletons. Like, skeletons quite clearly being ordered by the mercenaries. Around here, there are a bunch of red wizards as well. 
One of them, are you making any attempt to be stealthy as you approach? Yes. I think we should sneak up because I know they know that we're coming. I have a big fucking metal man. Have him trail. Have him trail. Vaughn, trail 200, trail well back. If we get in trouble, get within 60 feet. Vaughn won't know unless he can see. He won't just know that I'm in pain? He knows where you are, but that's it. Right. Hold back or call if I need you. So if you are approaching the Red Wizards stealthily, you see them before they see you. There's a bunch of Red Wizards ordering mercenaries about who are ordering skeletons about. There look to be maybe... You can see about 20 mercs and 20 skeletons in addition to three Red Wizards. That's just on the periphery of the compound. Can we see where, like, Shadow Mantle might be? I Shadow assume Man- that was the voice we heard. Shadow Mantle will be inside the walled compound, presumably. There's not really any... <sighs> it's the middle of the day, so you'll have trouble, but it's possible. I mean, it's worth a try, right? Hmm. It doesn't look particularly well guarded, but there are a lot of people about. Like, they don't need to set guards because there's just enough people that they might notice anyone. I should let you know as well that it's 20 mercenaries and 20 skeletons and the three red wizards are just outside of the compound. So they're not all at one place. They're just like about. And there can be more inside the compound. There definitely will be. <laughs> they won't hurt us though because they said they wouldn't. Not if you approach peacefully, yeah. Sneaky's peacefully. Sneaky would seem suspicious, but. We've been invited here under the pretext of a discussion that will not turn violent. If Shadow Mantle is as old school as Orvex stinks, she will let us go in, talk, and leave again before mounting an attack. You know what? I'm sure you're <clears> right. <throat> Let's go in. Walking you, tall. As you approach, the mercenaries are probably the first people to spot you. They seem like they're ready for you. As soon as one person spots you and calls out, all of them kind of like form up into a military formation, like they're ready to receive you. It's like a defensive sort of position. It's the sort of thing that maybe is meant to look a bit intimidating and also to prepare themselves if you do attack, but it's not something to launch an attack. They're just ready for you to strike first, basically. Sloppy, those two on the outside are barely in line. (laughs) You say, oh, first off, get a good boy card. You say that, Pop. You do notice that it is a very, for how quickly they did it, it is pretty good. So basically, I rolled well on noticing that they're very good. Yes. You also, as you approach, notice that they don't seem like just regular mercs. They're wearing the insignia and patterns and colors of the Thaeans themselves. They look like, rather than mercenaries, they might be actual soldiers that the Red Wizards employ. Not a great sign. As you approach, a red wizard who appears, in a manner of speaking, appears quite young. She looks to be about 18 years old, but one half of her face looks to be 90. She approaches you. You would be the adventurers, she says. No, we're the fucking traveling circus. You're right. Stupid question. My name is Zagamira. Right. You are? The adventurers. We were called here. Do you have names? Not that you need them. Very well, then. She turns around. You in charge? No, but I will no. take you. Sorry, what do you say? That's what I mean. don't need to know our names because you're not in charge. You're Very not the well, person then. who asked us to come here. Very well, then. She turns around and leads you into the compound. You follow? Yes. Is the Chewinger still with us? 
The Chewinga is maybe when you guys approach the Red Wizards, the Chewinga hides. The Chewinga is in your backpack, Tiffany. Good. Inside the walled compound, several tents have been set up. Large tents. Not just two man affairs, but big marquees have been set up. One of them has large open flaps and is open to the elements. It looks to be some sort of command tent. Inside, there is two zombies standing motionless, not making a sound, not moving a muscle. Flies slowly crawl over them. Also in the tent is... This woman. Oh, pretty. She's if pretty. She, if she was in a movie, she'd be played by the fanning that's not Dakota. L. Thank you. As you approach, several other red wizards in the tent all leave, as do mercenaries. You notice that she's not, she doesn't have any tattoos indicating that she is Thayan, and she does not have the red robes of a red wizard. She instead wears, as I showed you before, she wears like dark, muted colors. She looks tired, but beautiful. As you approach, she she gestures for you to sit down. That's what Pop looks like too. <laughs> Tired but beautiful. We, I sit down. I can't speak for you. I sit down and sort of give a bit of a like head nod to denote respect, but it's not a bow, you know? Was I like offered a chair by her? Yes. I take it. All right. <laughs> yes. Then you would be Pop Mandarin, Tiffany Grace. Artis Simba and the one known as Dragonbait. This is correct, yes? Yes. Sure. Good. I have heard much of your exploits through Portnai and Zavu and through the surrounding Chot. And of course, here in Omu as well, where my agents have been extensive in their detailing of their encounters with you. This has been a little invisible fucker. Yes. One of the red wizards who escaped under the cover of invisibility. Yeah, coward trick. Another one who did the same. And a few people besides. So, you are here for the soul manga, yes? Why? Come, come. There is no point in being quiet or coy. We are all here for the same thing, the soul manga. We're not we here, say for the, here for the same thing? I wouldn't say we're here for the same thing at all, Horns, because we're not here for the Soulmonger. No, I don't think we're wanting to do anything with the Soulmonger at all. No, in fact, I think we were here uh, in spite of the Soulmonger. But you would confirm that your business here is regarding the Soulmonger. Sure. Sure. (laughs) Both of you get a good (laughs) one, That was good. (laughs) That was very good. Unplanned, but good. Val. May I ask you several questions? Obviously, if you feel uncomfortable answering them, you do not have to. I will happily answer them honestly if you answer them first. Let me pose several of them to you first. The first question is, do you know where the soulmonger is exactly? The second question is, do you know how the soulmonger functions? The third question is, do you understand what this soul monger does with the souls it mongers? The fourth question is, do you know what would happen if you destroyed the soul monger? The fifth question is, do you know what the soul monger looks like? I ask you these questions simply to eloquate to you the idea that you do not know the answers to these questions, do you? I really hope there is a whiff of a point at the end of this pointless conversation. My understanding is that you are very in the dark 
about the soul manga and how it functions. I, however, am not. Now, I would accept the destruction of the soul manga as an acceptable outcome to events here in Omo. And of course, I, from my understanding of you, think that you would also prefer the destruction of the soul manga. Now, let me pose to you a simple point. If you destroy the soul manga, you do not know what you will do. You do not know what horrors you will unleash upon the world. And you do not know if the destruction of the soul manga will save the souls of those that you care about who have died. For all you know, the soul manga's destruction would also mean the destruction of their souls. Is this not true? Well, how are we to say? I, however... I'm pretty sure we, we, we've just established thorns that we apparently know nothing about the soul manga. You're right. I mean, if we were to go in and do whatever, I mean... What do we know what would happen? What do we know what would happen? Another I do not understand. fucking question. I do not understand what you are threatening me with. Oh, how could we threaten? We don't know anything. No, I've got no idea. <sighs> Very well. So. Just negging the leader <laughs> of an army. <laughs> I, however, am very, <laughs> I am very well versed with understanding of how this all manga functions. How on earth would we believe you? Why would I lie? Why would I want this soul manga if I did not know how at least partially it worked? What do you want with it? You talked Both about acceptable of... outcomes. What are another one? Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. Acceptable outcomes is destruction. There is a gigantic but underneath that. And I mean, you're saying that why would you want the soulmonger if you had no idea how it works, whilst proving that that is definitely the case for multiple people? I understand more of the soulmonger than you could ever hope to. And I do not want it to function. However, I would prefer to take the soulmonger intact, if possible. To do what with? I have my own purposes. I assure you, if you were to allow me to capture the soulmonger, then you would never see nor hear of it again. Capture. I speak incorrectly. The soulmonger is not an intelligent creature. If I were to take the soulmonger. And, and do so this, you want to take something that literally harvests souls. Yes. For reasons that you're not going to share, but they're my own. Cause it I'm has many effects. Right. Such as? Such as? It causes the decay of death. Undead caught in the area of the soulmonger begin to lose their undeath. And slowly but slowly, they decay and destroy and become nothing. And what else? I have use of that power. That's the only thing you want it for? Yes. Is that a truth? Is, that, is she lying, Adam? Because that seems like a big lie. Both of you think she's telling the truth. You find no flaw in what she's saying and she seems earnest. To what end? Was that a skill check? Yes. What if I definitely passed? What if I absolutely succeeded on a skill check, Adam? Your successful insight check affords you this revelation. Just read it. Pass it back. (laughs) That's Adam. I am aware of... Circumstances surrounding your father, Tiffany. Pardon? Your father, Sir Grace. What about him? He has been consumed by uh, evil. 
Do you understand anything about it? From just hearing about it, I understand quite a lot. What what have you heard? I have heard that uh, a strange creature from another world has taken purchase of his mind. But he's not dead. No. No. He's very well, alive. He's not dead. So he's, I mean. You are here for currency to get your father back. What if I told you that we need not fight here? You think we are enemies, but we are not. We are not friends, but we very definitely have a common goal. We both want similar things. You want the soulmonger to release the souls of your friends. I can do that. You want your father back, alive and healthy. I can help you with that. How? Well, that would be a conversation for if you accept our bargain. No fucking way. No, what, what's, what's the bargain? No, stop. No bargains. Tell her how first. There is no easy way to separate your father from what has possessed him. But I may be able, with help, to do so. What do you need? I would be very confident, however, in telling you here and now that people who can successfully separate your father from what has possessed him are few and far between. You will not find these powers or knowledges hidden in the minds of any cleric and very few in the skilled in the arts of arcane wizardry will know how to help him either. I, however, am one such creature. If you help me here, I will help you here. If you help me there, I will help you there. You do not have to trust that I have your best interest in heart. You have only need trust that I have my own interests in heart. And I assure you, my interests do not involve harming you. I look at Pop with eyes watering. Look, lady, I've got a condition of my own. Mm. I believe you. And I believe that we are after the same goals from different ends. I actually respect and admire the fact that you're open about the fact that you're in this for your self-interest. However, if you promise to help the girl's old man and you do not come through on that promise, I will rip your spine out through your mouth. Every part of what interests me about her father is not her father. I will take what I want and leave the rest, which will be your father. I cannot promise I can deliver him alive because I would not lie to you. However, I will promise to you that I will deliver him alive as possible, if only because that keeps what I want safe as possible. He's not my dad. It's not my call. Yes. Then we have an agreement. I will assist you in stopping the soulmonger and you will not destroy it such that I can have it, and you will not hear hide nor hair of it again. Then, when our business in Omu is conducted, we will return to your home, where I will assist you in saving your father. Yes, that seems a fair deal. She reaches out with her hand to shake. I shake. What deal with the devil have Tiffany and Pop made? Find out next time on Once Upon a Time... 
in zombie-plagued Chot. Thanks for listening. If you want to help support this show and all the other shows on the Sandspans Radio Network, just head to sandspansradio.com and consider joining the Sandspans Plus community. There's over 20 bonus shows, a Sandspans Plus Discord, exclusive video content, and discounts on merch. Just head to sandspansradio.com and follow the links. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, fellow adventurer. If you're picking up what we're putting down and want more D&D content, we have just what you need to scratch that itch. D&D is for Nerds Plus, the symbol, not the word, where you can listen to select campaigns that were once only available to Sans Pants Plus members. The further adventures of the Grey Hill Free Company if you want shorter campaigns with beautiful guests, and D&D is for Nerds, not of not, where all our non-canon D&D adventures go to rest. Just search for D&D is for Nerds on your favorite podcast app of choice and join us on this epic quest of D&D podcast discovery.